Hey y'all, this is Ovi, and you're tuned in to Yeah, But Are You Listening? A space created for us to laugh and cry, share blueprints, and grow through transparency. We'll talk about the things that make us nervous and the things that get us hyped, but most of all, we'll be authentic. Let's get to it. Hey y'all. So I have gone back and forth about what to post this week. I had a episode all queued up and ready to go. And then at the closer it got to Wednesday, the more it seemed irrelevant to post anything that wasn't about the history that was being made on Wednesday. And so then I didn't post what I had ready. And then I spent the majority of yesterday being mesmerized by just greatness, um, transition. And so I didn't do anything else. And so then I recorded something that I wanted to post. And when once I finally took a break, peeled myself away from the TV long enough to listen to it, I didn't like it at all. And so I have promised, um, or my platform has been authenticity. And so it is my goal not to put out content that I don't like, or that I wouldn't want to listen to, or that I think will be a waste of time or energy or space. So I'm not going to put out anything that I think um, it's just filling the space because it's Wednesday and I have to drop something. So here we are late, much later in the day on Thursday than I anticipated, but kind of giving you guys um, probably what's going to be a bit of a shorter episode, but giving you guys just some, maybe just some things to think about. Um, Yesterday was big. It was super emotional for me in a way that I really was not expecting. So um, much like much of the country, I was glued to the television to watch the inauguration of our new president, Joseph R. Biden and Kamala Harris, the first African-American, Asian um, woman vice president, right? And so um, just even leading up to that was crazy emotional for me. Um, Watching, I I spent much of the morning swooning over the Obamas. I was, I have seen and heard videos of it on uh, Instagram and Facebook where people were screaming at the TV as they were coming back, coming down the hallway. Um, And that was not my video, but that was definitely me. So I was screaming at Auntie Shell, as I've seen so many people call her affectionately, but they were just... They are like the epitome of grace. I mean, you know, who knows what goes on behind closed doors, but at the same time, it's none of our business to know what goes on behind closed doors. What I do know is what they present to the public is a unified um, family, right? He loves her. He respects her. She loves and respects and supports him. And those, some of those things are emotions that you can see when you watch them talk about each other or speak to each other or listen to each other intently when they're doing interviews or even in some of their candid shots. And so for me, that is one of the reasons I feel the way I do about the Obamas. It's not um, just that they were the first Black, first family, um, but just the other things that are important to me in terms of love and and respect and kindness and grace um, and authenticity. So they they are it for me. But then beyond that, um, watching Kamala Kamala come down and um, be 
inaugurated and, and sworn in and take the oath by then another first woman, right? So Sonia Sotomayor um, was the one that swore in Kamala and it just, all of that was just so overwhelming. Um, as the mother of two girls or two young women, just to see that that is a possibility for them. And then you put Amanda Gorman on the stage who killed it, right? Killed the poem. And so I think back in my own, like in my own personal history, the only person that I was ever aware of that could kill a poem like that obviously was Dr. Maya Angelou. Like she was it. She was the poet. And I used to write poetry and I didn't write White House inauguration poetry. But, you know, I did my thing back in the day. But just to see her and all her glory and her hair braided and how articulate she was and calm, you know, and 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 just, uh, it was just so well done. And then to have, you know, the art inauguration end and her story to begin to pop up and some of the things that she overcame and has overcome to even be on that stage at 22. Like I have a kid that's 20. So to to read about her perseverance and the things that that got her in that seat and that motivated her to be there, oh, it was just an overwhelming um, sense of pride and accomplishment and just across the board, right? So from Auntie Shell to little sister Amanda, like, just an overwhelming sense of pride. And then the more I thought back on yesterday, it made me think about the platform that I talk about on this podcast repeatedly in terms of doing it scared. And I cannot imagine the amount of internal fear that any of those women that I mentioned Um, Whether it was Sonia or Kamala or Amanda or even Michelle, like the amount of internal fear that any of them had to overcome at various stages of their career, their professional career, their life, their person, like their personal lives, their choices, the amount of fear that they had to overcome to get what we saw yesterday. Like, how does that not motivate you? Whatever your thing is, whatever it is that you are dealing with or that you feel like is an obstacle it's really I'm not I'm not gonna say it's not an obstacle but there is nothing in this life that is insurmountable there's nothing that we can't do if we just decide that's what we gonna do and that's not to say that everything is easy or things should just should come easily or without work because they absolutely require work um you know, these women are well-educated. Amanda talks about um, over and over about the obstacles that she endured in terms of having a speech impediment and writing and having trouble figuring out what she wanted to say for the poem that was recited yesterday. So there, all of these people, all these women have had obstacles that they had to overcome to get to the glorious place that we see on the outside, right? We see them all well put together, but... That is not without work. That is not without blood, sweat, and tears. And so, like, I just even thinking about it, like, gets me all worked up again, as I guess you can hear. Um, What I will say is over the months, over, so I launched December 8th. So over the six weeks or so since I've launched the podcast, I can't tell you how many people have quoted back to me the do it scared mantra. Um... 
for things that they were doing in their own life, whether it was weight loss goals or career goals or something they were crushing within their professional lives. And so yesterday for me was just a reminder that it's not just something you say. Like it is something you live. It is something you dig in, decide you're going to do that thing and you just do it. And yes, like we don't necessarily all want to be um, a poet or, you know, the vice president or the first lady. Like we don't all have to have to want to hold those seats at the Senate or Congress. But whatever that whatever our Senate is, whatever our Congress is, right, whatever um, our personal, you know, um, high seat that we want to hold or we want to sit in and we want to be regarded as like all of those things are always in reach. They are never out of reach. I think about like my grandmother passed away um, some years ago, but I can only imagine the pride she would have felt watching those women at the state capitol yesterday. Like, I remember thinking about her. I cried when Obama was elected because I remember, among other things, I thought about my grandmother and how she would have felt seeing the first black man in a presidential seat. And so to just think about all the history that I am able to live through and that I have been able to live through up to this point, and it gives me real excitement about where we have the potential to go. You know, the things that um, that were not even glass ceilings, the things that were like cement ceilings before are now like the roof is missing. There is no ceiling. There is no ceiling. The only person that can tell you at this point that you can't do something is you. The only person that can hold you back from making that six-figure salary or increasing that six-figure salary to a seven-figure salary or, you know, stepping it up from one thing to the next is you. So, you know, if we decide that we can't do it, then you won't. But you can't then blame that on somebody else. Like that decision would have been your own decision. And your own roadblock. And so, you know, I am at a point today where I'm like, you know, I told you guys a couple weeks ago, I sat down and wrote out my goals. I actually have a um, a vision planning session in about 45 minutes with my girl Shannon and my friends, um, our friends, Tony and Aaron. And we're going to get out some post-it notes like I'm super excited and some whiteboard um, to put the things that I put on paper weeks ago, you know, in post-it note format to just take it a step further. And then we're also going to throw in the accountability, excuse me, the accountability piece that I talked about. But like after yesterday, I am just renewed. Like my excitement for my future is renewed. My excitement for the future of my children and, and my grandson and just other people, whether it's people of color, I mean, it's especially people of color, but not only people of color, women, you know, um, it's just renewed because it is it is I am reminded that there is no ceiling. That we can do whatever it is we want to do, we are equipped, we are emotionally and physically equipped and there isn't anybody that can tell us we're not. And so for as much as I preach about being authentic and being nice and being kind and being genuine, like, do it scared. Whatever it is, don't let anybody tell you that you're not worthy, you're not capable, 
that whatever you have to bring to the table, there's no room for it. Like screw that table, make your own table. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how many people do X thing. Until you do X thing, there aren't enough people doing it. Period. Like, you know, I um, was having a conversation with my daughter. Uh, it's probably been a couple months ago, like within the, within the whole pandemic and COVID thing. And she's like, Ma, I need a thing. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I need to learn how to do hair or do makeup or sell bracelets. Like, I need a thing. And I explained to her, I'm all with you having a second stream of income, but you need a thing that you're going to be passionate about, not something that somebody else is passionate. If you don't want to do hair, if you don't legitimately want to devote the time and the energy to learn how to do this craft well, then that ain't your thing. So you got to figure out what your thing is and devote your time and energy and money into perfecting that. And then once you figure it out, it doesn't matter how many other people are doing it. Because until you're doing it, then it ain't enough people. Even with this podcast, there were or are more podcasts than I can count. My biggest concern was making sure I could find a podcast that did not have the same name, right? So that was my big thing was Googling and making sure that I could find something that um, that wasn't already out there so people wouldn't mix it up or even just so I could use the name. But not, and there were a couple of times that I was like, nobody needs another podcast. And I think along the way, somebody said to me like, they need your podcast, They don't necessarily need another one. They need yours. They need your voice. They need your perspective. And that is something that I have carried with me along these weeks when it is not easy, when it is mind wrecking, because some people, so I'll give you guys a little bit of insight, right? So I've talked to you about the journey a little bit. Um, For some people, they record, which let, let me back up even more. So when I decided I wanted to do a podcast, one of the things that I was going to do or had planned to do was record weeks. Like I planned to record the entire season before I ever launched the first one. With my goal being, I didn't have to, it would be mindless, right? I could just drop an episode every Wednesday. I don't have to worry about recording. I don't have to worry about, you know, what the content is going to be. I can market it better that way because I already know what's coming. And some people do that and it works for them. I didn't want to do that. I decided at some point that I didn't want to do that because I wanted to be able to do things like today, right? So I wanted to be able to experience something that happened yesterday or even last week in last week's episode, or actually, I guess in the episode before that, when I talked about vision planning and things like that, I wanted to be able to experience something and then talk to you guys about it. I also wanted to be able to get feedback on things that I should do better, things that aren't working, things that you guys love, and be able to incorporate them as the season went on, as opposed to I've recorded eight or 10 shows and people are giving me feedback on episode one or two, but I can't incorporate those things until season two because I don't recorded them all already. And so I have, I am still figuring out what works for me. I'm still figuring out what works for y'all. Right. And some days it's bumpy. Some days it ends up being a Thursday evening instead of a Wednesday morning. I'm still learning. It's a learning process for me. But the thing that keeps me going 
when I don't feel like it, when I don't know what I'm going to say is that is two things. One is I am going to continue to do it scared because there are people who have reached out to me that say that they are doing something in their own lives scared because I said so or because they watched me do it scared. And I said when I started this podcast that if I could have just one person, just one person be impacted in a positive way, then my job was done. And the second thing that keeps me going or keeps me recording or keeps me putting stuff out is that for me, it's not just another podcast. It's mine. It's my voice. It's my opinion. It's my potential impact to the world. And whether one person listens to the episode or 5,000 or 200, it is my mark. So whether it's me dropping a bean into a sea of beans, right? It's my bean. And so, you know, I just want to encourage you, especially after yesterday, that whatever that thing is, is your bean. And just do it scared, like chase whatever that dream is you have, whatever that career goal, that personal goal, that weight goal, whatever those things are that you wrote down on the paper or those words that you wrote were going to trigger you at the beginning of the year. um, That's your thing. Perfect that. Don't let any obstacle stand in your way. Even if the biggest obstacle is you, don't stand in your own way. There is no ceiling. And If you don't take anything else from this particular episode, not only is there no ceiling, but until you put your bean in, there aren't enough beans. All right, y'all. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Please be on the lookout. More are coming. Until then, be nice, but be authentic. Because, yeah, I'm listening.